I'm Kimberly Amici. Welcome to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show to help you imagine, plan, and build your best family. We believe that the secret to having a happy family is not being perfect, but having purpose. Each week, I'll be here sharing with you lessons I've learned, conversations I've had that will equip you to create new habits, challenge mindsets, and build relationships that will allow your family to thrive. Welcome back to the Build Your Best Family podcast. I am back with Elise and Jess, and we are talking about creating meaningful holiday traditions. Now, yeah, we all, (laughs) I guess people either love them or hate them. I think I I go in and out of those seasons, but whether or not I love them or hate them, I absolutely believe that holiday traditions can enhance the joy of the time we spend together. It can enhance Mm -hmm. the joy of the season. It connects us. It helps us to build incredible memories. It keeps our kids coming back home when they become adults and have children Mm -hmm. of their own. And so I think it's definitely um, worth talking about. What does that look like? Um, Mm -hmm. How do we do that as a family? How do we figure out what to keep, what to get rid of, what to do new? Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. the things that involve spending the holidays together well. (laughs) All right, guys. So (laughs) what are your thoughts on holiday traditions? You're already laughing. I was just thinking, so this is, this was one of our holiday traditions, which I am glad that my children are old enough that we no longer observe this one, (laughs) which is the dreaded elf on the shelf. Um, It is one of those that I'm like, who created this? Who did this? This is actually torture. However, I have very good friends who their elf on the shelf is quite active and very Mm -hmm. creative. And so, you know, it points this idea around, you know, I think, you know, Kim, one of our first points is around family involvement. It's like, if you love that kind of stuff and you want to get the whole family involved, then it can be really fun and it can be really amazing. But if it's not your thing, then don't adopt that tradition. And so, so this is something you have the ability as the parent and you have the authority really to kind of early on choose traditions that work well for your family culture. So don't feel pressured to adopt, you know, what other people are doing if that doesn't align with what you love. So yeah. I don't know. That's I, just love, me. I love that, Jess. I think that's really important we get to choose. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do what everybody else does. And I have to say Elf on the Shelf came out at least as far as I know after my children were raised. Mm-hmm. But one Christmas I was like, I've never heard of the Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> and I bought them all when I, I seriously they were already out of the house. <laughs> and they were kind of like, okay. Thanks, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna say my my granddaughter is nine years old. I feel mm-hmm. like I probably got her one. My daughter already knew about it, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so this would be when my kids were literally 18, 22. (laughs) And and they were kind of like, mom, that ship has sailed. (laughs) But so, yeah. So, but you know, I'm the kind of person who wants to jump on every possible holiday tradition. Christmas for me is just like over the top, although less Mm -hmm. so than ever, but I, Mm -hmm. I do, I do love it. And I do love to participate in all kinds of fun things. But, and tradition, I love tradition, Mm -hmm. but too many traditions and too many family expectations around those traditions can, I have definitely made that mistake where it's just been like, okay, 
enough. You know, we don't have to do right. A through Z. We can yeah, do yeah. A and maybe C and, you know, choose from the above. So yeah. How do you, how do you get your families involved, you know, with, with either creating or staying consistent. That's another one of things that I think we're going to talk about, you know, in the, in the idea around holiday traditions. I think you have to make them really fun. Mm -hmm. I think that's really the key that Mm -hmm. things don't get, you know, Christmas cookies, for example, Christmas cookies can be works of art. They can be gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just not our tradition. We make fun Christmas cookies and, you know, they're not beautifully painted and all that kind of stuff. I, I make a lot of varieties and we do try to do the sugar cookie where you do some decorating, some sprinkles, etc. but there was never too much pressure. It was really just, let's have fun. Let's bake. Let's make lots of mm-hmm. delicious treats. So yeah, fun is that. an important element. Well, I think that just like we've mentioned in the past, like get our kids involved in the conversation. We can we can get kids involved at a very young age. Mm-hmm. You know, when we say that we have older kids, but a lot of these conversations I had with my kids when they were real little and they had such great, brilliant answers because they didn't censor themselves. Mm-hmm. They tell you what they think. And some of them are crazy and some of them are super simple. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's all that you need to make you. Yes. <laughs> I can such do a good, that one. <laughs> such a good point. Such a good point. Sometimes um, we really overthink yes, it and overdo yeah. it. Yes. And yeah, it's point, like a simple thing like putting a carrot on the plate with the cookies, yes. right? You're like, oh, we yes. got it. Yes. We can't forget the reindeer. And you're right. like, of course we can't. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't I don't remember if I started it, but we started like the pajama, the Christmas pajama tradition. Love now, that. I, yes. I've seen it before. Like Target now has like a whole oh, yeah. section of Christmas pajamas for the entire family. Yeah. I started doing it and when I had cute. to like, yeah. But mm-hmm. I started it when you had to like really search around to get everybody <laughs> to match. But it is a tradition that I, my daughter will not let us let go of. Yeah. Like I am yeah. like, are you sure we are not past this? And she is like, mom, Old Navy has a sale. We got to order now. Blah, blah, blah. Like, like she is I on love top that. of it. And so it, it's interesting to find out what sticks, what doesn't stick. And I think we yeah. have to hold some of the things we create with an open hand mm-hmm. and Love say, that. this just isn't for our family. Like you mentioned the cookies, but God, the idea of cook- making cookies just is not, <laughs> not my thing. Yeah. You know, a tradition that we did with my father was he always created these hand, these games. Mm-hmm. And so that Love was that. like, that was the Christmas day or Christmas Eve activity. Mm-hmm. And we haven't mm-hmm. done it since he's passed away. And that's something that I really want to bring mm-hmm. back. I needed, I needed a, some time off from it, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't want that tradition to die. So if we get really passionate about something, it fuels us to be consistent. And so that's something that I want to make sure we're constantly doing because mm-hmm. we have such fond memories of it. But it, it it ebbs and flows. I mean, you know, what we carry on may, might surprise you versus what you let go of and be okay yeah, and yeah. flexible with yourself when you do that. Well, and also now, what comes back sometimes, you know, you, you might not do something for f- several years mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that five years down the, down the line, you don't decide, okay, we're going to, we're going to do right. that again. We're going right. to, yeah. whatever that tradition may be, you can resurrect it. Mm-hmm. I love that, that, that it's like, there's no hard and fast, right? Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. though we do want to create like a tradition, right? Is something that is consistent and that is typically predictable, but we don't have to hold to those like with an iron fist, you know, Mm -hmm. we just, 
I think that we have to be flexible because life, you know, throws us different things. And a, a really good example of this, it's it's like when we do experience a loss in our family, right? Someone who held a tradition mm-hmm, for our family mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was sort of their thing. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's okay if we either don't observe that or we make a modification for a time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until we're ready to like revisit yeah. that in a way. So, you know, I think that's, that's important. Uh, but I wanted to talk about a, another point, Kim, reflecting on our values and themes mm-hmm. in our holiday traditions, allow our own values. Here's a good example. My mom and my family, extended family, Christmas carols are like a thing. And a big thing in my family. So my uncles will take a school bus and my entire family will file on the school bus. We're talking about like 40 something people filing on the school bus. And then we drive the school bus around. There are holiday, there's holiday cheer on this school bus as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Because some people need a little bit more cheer to sing. I I don't, I can sing anytime you want me to, but (laughs) we'll be like going on the school bus and we visit families that we know and and especially the elderly people who cannot get out for a lot of things and we will like all 40 of us file out onto their front porch or their yard and and sing it down and it's just so beautiful and it's really fun and so here's interestingly that was one of my values growing up when I met my husband so funny story I didn't know what to get him for Christmas. I'd only known him for a few weeks. I had met him in early November. And so Christmas comes and I'm like, I don't know what to get this guy. Like, I mean, I know him and I really like him. Yeah. But what do I get him? And he was going back home to his family in New Hampshire. So I created a VHS tape, y'all. <laughs> back Aww. in the day. I recorded with my little camcorder, a little VHS tape of me singing Christmas carols to him and his family. Oh my goodness. And, and sent it to him. How endearing. I know. It was Isn't it? Aren't I so sweet? No, so, it's true. I think it is. I'm sure it was like, oh, yeah, is but this pie. was my, my value, right? This is one of my values that I shared. And my extended family, my mother in law and father in law, told me the story of when they watched it. All of them are crying. And my mother-in-law looks at my son and is like, she's the one. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine. I would feel the same way. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a good one because we're singers. We're singers, too. One of our traditions that I love is our our cutting the Christmas tree down. Like, Mm. I can go too far with this when I'm not going to lie. We have been through ice storms to get (laughs) the tree, which is a little bit dangerous. But, you know... Kind of important to me, I guess. It's You're a, committed. You're committed. Pretty, pretty non, pretty non-negotiable. But because we do do that as a tradition, it's kind of like well, especially my youngest daughter, she's still totally on board. If anybody else is around, it's thanks. It's it's now it's now has become more like Thanksgiving weekend. But it's been very flexible based on who can make it because we like to be together for that. And so I think again, that's one of those things where. The tradition is basically the same, but when we do it and how we do it is not necessarily all the same. Mm-hmm. And who we do it with, you know, we can't nece- we can't get everybody back. So we have to we have to vote on like what works for best for everybody and who it's most important. Do that kind of thing. And I was thinking, it's almost like at this point, I often check in with my kids and say things like, 
whether it's Easter or Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, what are your non-negotiables? What's mo- mm-hmm. If you had to choose one thing, and I think you can do this with any age child, what makes it Christmas for you? You know, like what's the thing that's so important? And Kimberly, for your daughter, it might be the pajamas or mm-hmm. for another family. We, we go to a service in, at my church where it's a candlelight, candlelight sing-along and that's been a big tradition for us. So we don't really want to miss that. And again, as much as possible, whoever's around, but even my sisters and their husbands, that kind of thing. Those mm-hmm. are some of our traditions. So, you know, what's most important to you? What's yeah. most important to your family? What's most important to each one of those kids? You know, yeah. that's what I kind of try to gauge. Yeah. When I think of our values. So, I mean, I would say that I mean, fitness is not necessarily like our top five values. However, fitness is a big part of our family's life. And we do a Thanksgiving day race every Thanksgiving morning. Mm -hmm. And that's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's an 8k. It's what we do. I just signed up and sent my registration in this week. Love it. (laughs) Um, My kids used to do like the one mile and then Aaron's been known to do the the five mile with me. But so that. Not so much their tradition, but now they sit out in the lawn and watch us, me and my husband run. <laughs> Fun. Um, but it's like, I can't imagine having Thanksgiving without doing that. And, they, and the year they did not have the race because of COVID, my son and my husband, they cycled 60 miles out to my sister-in-law's for us to have dinner together. So wow. like th- there's this component, right? So fitness is important to us, staying mm, healthy, staying mm-hmm. active, right? So that's incorporated into our Thanksgiving, you know, mm-hmm. for when our kids were little, I quickly realized this new family that I married into didn't didn't, they weren't, they didn't put an emphasis on Jesus when it came to Easter. Mm -hmm. There was no recognition. It was all about the Easter bunnies. So we started doing as a family, the five of us started doing a Christian Passover Seder. And so Mm -hmm. that was important for my kids, for me to pass on those values, my faith tradition, like my faith beliefs to my children. How was I going to do that in that particular holiday? And so Mm -hmm. I think the values and like games. I've mentioned games already. That's important to us as a family. So what does it look like to take those things that we already know are important to us and Mm -hmm. then translate them into traditions and things Mm -hmm. that our kids can count on? Because when we start reaching for things that are random because somebody else is doing them, we don't have what we need to sustain them. We don't have what we need to Mm -hmm. uh, pivot or do them differently, change, and we let go of them. And so understanding that what, what underlines and undergirds those traditions, I think is the starting point for us to decide, okay, so then how do we live out, continue to live Mm -hmm. out our values in this particular season, no matter what holiday it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think it's important to like, like you're talking about sort of the uh, meshing of family values, you know, when you marry into a new family, you, you have a dialogue and you kind of balance what's old for you. What are your family traditions? And then what are the new ones Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you're going to create and it's kind of exciting because the new is going to become what your children then carry mm-hmm. on into their families. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to hold on to? And again, that that stems from your personal values, what you want to grow and build as a family. I, I love that you mentioned Easter because I think Easter is one of those that if if you're a devout Christian person, right? it's all about Jesus. This is like mm-hmm. bigger than Christmas. Christmas is yeah. kind of this thing over here, but Easter's like, this is what it's all about people. And so my husband and I have tried to maintain that 
Easter is a massive celebration in our house. Mm -hmm. We try to like bring people to our home. We do games, like we do sack races, we do egg races, you know, where we're, we're making this sort of festival environment Mm -hmm. after we have Mm -hmm. Sunday, you know, dinner so that they invite their friends. We invite our family over for that and our family here in Arizona, because I don't have family <laughs> super close except my brother. And, and, but that is creating something new, not that I grew up mm-hmm. with, but mm-hmm. that I hope my children will carry into their own families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think that's, I think that's really important, especially, I remember my husband being like, because my family does have a lot of traditions. That's our, mm-hmm. you know, my family of origin wanting them to become ours. How do we make these ours? How do we make them our family, not just what you used to do? Mm-hmm. And we had to work on that a little bit, but mm-hmm. but it did it did become new traditions. And yes, definitely I see my kids wanting to do the same kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Carrying them out in their own family because this is what they did and they and they love to bring it forward. So mm-hmm. I think that's really nice to continue yeah. some of the newer ones. Elise, I love what you said the very, very beginning of this episode. Make it fun. If there is any determining thing, like if you're filtering down through what do we want to keep as a tradition, what's the most fun? And mm-hmm. and that because they'll stick. Like yeah. they yeah. will stick if they're fun. Yeah, yeah. they're not, it's not gonna <laughs> stick if you're like bumming out or oh, it yeah. has to be done this way or it's no good yeah. at all. It it's really Let's have a ball together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do our fun things. Just imagine a holiday filled with less stress and more peace. How, you ask? Well, with the one word for your season guide, it's my step by step process for choosing the one word that will transform your family's focus over the next few weeks. This resource equips you with a word bank, thoughtful questions, and a calendar to plan your time effectively. Learn how having one word helped us navigate the holiday maze by being intentional, avoiding overspending, and creating lasting memories. I did a podcast episode on it a few years back, and I'll link to that in the show notes so you can check out how this revolutionized our holiday season. Don't let the holiday overwhelm you. Let one word guide you. You can download this guide by heading over to buildyourbestfamily.com or clicking the link in the show notes. And I think when it comes to balancing like the old and the new, if there's traditions that my husband's passionate about or traditions that I'm passionate about, like I'm okay with saying, honey, if this is your thing and it's not my thing, can you just take charge? Can this be the thing that you handle Mm -hmm. so that I don't Mm -hmm. feel the burden of now I've got to take on all these things that I'm not fired up about. And it's okay for us to, for partners to have different things that they want to carry on or different things that are important to them. But then how do we make it work as a family? And I know Mm -hmm. that for me, you know, there are things that are important to me that my husband can care less if we ever do again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But as long as I plan them and I take leadership on it and I step forward in it, we can do it. And so it isn't a fight about we're not doing it or we are doing it. It's, Hey, this is really important to me. This is something we did as a child. Do you mind if we incorporate, I'll handle that. But then also being okay with saying, this is your thing. Would you mind just doing this? If this was what you did as a child, would you mind just being the point person on that? And then as our kids get older, I see that my, my daughter, she's like, all right, mom, 
I found the, I found the pajamas. Like we can hand <laughs> off some of those traditions yes. and um, responsibilities to our kids, and they can start being the ones to say, "This, mommy, this is where I want to go this year. Can we do this? Can this be the outing or whatever it is?" And start to assign mm-hmm. the roles mm-hmm. of who's yeah. responsible for these traditions. So when we come up with them, that's something we should be talking about. Who's going to be in charge and how is it? Yeah, gonna, absolutely. Yeah, if this is important to you, then I'd appreciate you putting it in your brain for a little while because mm. mine is already filled with all the <laughs> other things. Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking as also, as you said that, Kimberly, like for a mom, the holidays can be such a busy time and so intense yeah. and so wonderful, but also exhausting. And mm-hmm. I know a couple of things that I've claimed from my own tradition is many, many years ago when I had a two-month-old at Christmas it was really intense. I was still postpartum and i had had a C-section. So it was a little extra healing and all that kind of stuff. And I just so needed to step away. And I found mm-hmm. this beautiful Christchurch Christmas program. And I just kind of snuck out of my house and snuck into the church by myself and just received that, mm-hmm. that sacredness instead of all the, the hustle and bustle and all the intensity. And that really was something unusual for me to do to say, I'm going to take a little time for myself because I need this. But it really, it changed me because I did it. I did it. I Mm -hmm. stepped away. I took some time for myself. And I think that's a good thing for a mom to remember that she might have something that's just her own. And I even remember doing late night crafts. Like I did a couple of, you know, muslin angels, uh, just things that were mine. So I thought that was mm-hmm. important to mention. Yeah. That's yeah, because all. ours in different seasons, like we, and especially our kids, they may be alone for holidays. And so, you know, then you want to observe these traditions and and the holidays can feel even more lonely, right? When you don't have permission to sort of like, hey, adopt a new tradition just for Mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm, like something mm -hmm. that's good for your soul just for you. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that we also like say, hey, you know, if you want to do something that's on your own, then let me know. Like I want to support that. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something I've stepped away from during the holidays is I don't like trimming the tree. (laughs) So I have stepped away from that. And I get the tree up the day after Thanksgiving, and then I let everybody have at it. But I make it clear, it's all I'm you not guys. Doing it. <laughs> if you're not doing it, it's not getting done. <laughs> and I'm yeah. so OCD about the, the ornaments and where everything gets packed away oh, and all yeah. of that. Like, I cannot <laughs> not and, be involved. <laughs> and I'm the, we have a messy tree. We have like... Every place we've ever been, we have ornaments that represent that place. And we've been to a lot of places, especially when we did cross country. You know, it's just, again, there's three different traditions right here mm-hmm. about the way yeah. we approach our trees. And yeah, it's funny. Although so wanna- at least we do the same thing. We, every time we travel to a new place, that's what our souvenir is, is an ornament. Yeah. We yeah. have so Always. many ornaments. It won't, we, we do can't too. fill there's a not tree. Enough. We have to like, yeah. And I have, it's a small, nice, I have a small home, but I, I, that's another one of my, you know, everybody laughs at how big my tree usually is because it takes up way more space than it should in my living room. But how else can I get all those ornaments on? And also yeah. in my mind, it doesn't look, not in my mind, on the field, it doesn't look so big. 
yeah. when I picture it in my house. <laughs> yeah, you get it home. You're the Griswold with the is the tip I of am. the tree. Is like <laughs> I am. Yep, that's yep. very funny. <laughs> I want to talk about consistency, predictability, and I'm going to add in flexibility. So I have lots mm-hmm. of thoughts around this. I know that as a young mom, if I didn't get to everything that I had in my head, oh, God, I would yes. beat myself up and feel like mm-hmm. I failed. We're never going to have traditions. It's never going to be the same. But I, I was, I've been able to extend grace to myself because, you know, I've, I've talked to my parents about traditions and I'm like, mom, that thing we did every year. And she's like, we did that twice. Like, right? <laughs> In my mind, That's very funny. I, I held these, these experiences, these Christmas, big, whatever it was, Easter, Thanksgiving, whatever holiday in my head. And they were like, yeah, I'm so glad that you love that. But that wasn't as like prevalent as you thought. And so I learned that, that my, my kids can hold these things precious, even if it's not something that we've done. I mean, we want to strive for consistency, right? Because that's Mm -hmm. what family tradition is. And we love, you know, creating that safe and predictable environment for them. But if there's a year that it doesn't happen, it's okay. It's okay. You know, and can you do it differently? You know, we're yes. getting ready this year. So we typically will do the, like I mentioned, the tree the day after Thanksgiving. But my girls are flying back to college on Friday morning because they're going to the Alabama Auburn game. And so as you do. Tr- yeah, I know. Yeah. The, the Iron as you do. happens every Saturday, you know, every other year it's at home, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, they're flying back. So if that Christmas tree is going to go up in my house, it's got to go up on Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. I'm not doing it by myself. Yeah. <laughs> After I put the rule them on is hard and fast. Right? So, so flexibility, consistency, predictability, yet flexibility. So what, what mm-hmm. role have the, has that played in your, your family traditions? Well, I, mean, I think for me, it would be decorating the tree together. And sometimes that means everybody's got a little time around Thanksgiving, but sometimes it means Christmas Eve. And I don't mm-hmm. love that, but... I'd rather have my kids, you know, we've got the eggnog, we've got the tree, we've got the carols and we've got the ornaments. It's kind of like, and we've mm. got the lights and the gold, the gold beads and the, then the silver tinsel. Those are the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we do it can be flexible. And sometimes I remember it might've even been last year. I think Farrell, my oldest was kind of like, you know, mom, just decorate some of it. Don't leave all of it for when I get home. You know, I don't, I don't mind <laughs> doing some, but I don't want to feel the pressure mm-hmm. of doing the whole thing on Christmas Eve. So, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I get you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. We'll leave some for you. The ones that, you know, I used to also give them each different ornaments per person based mm-hmm. on what they were into that year, like a ballerina or a soccer ball or whatever. And we'll, we'll hold on to the ones that Farrell wanted, you know, that were hers, but otherwise we decorate the tree. So our trees be, been same, but flexible, mm, kind of like what that. you described too. Mm-hmm. There is a menu though, that really doesn't shift. <laughs> it's like, this is Christmas dinner. There's two, there are two dinners and the one comes from our past and one comes from a tra- tradition that I started like 30 years ago. Always with the food. I Hey, food is life. And mm-hmm. I believe that, especially when it comes to traditions, that food is like a, it's mobile. Like, this is what I like about food as a tradition mm, is that when you, tra- right, when you travel, it's like, you can still have, you know, 
cranberry sauce the way that grandma mm-hmm. made it for mm-hmm. the most part, as long as you can get the raw ingredients. Yeah. And so I think that that's also something to consider with consistency is if you were like us, you know, when my kids were young, we would travel to two different households, like either my family in Missouri or Alex's family in New Hampshire. Well, that meant that every other year we're in a different location. Hmm. And so, and we weren't even in our own home. So having these mobile traditions uh, was also helpful. Yeah. And and one year we had, we went to somebody else's house for Christmas Eve, Christmas, whatever. And we had this random dinner and I was like, that is not happening again because that was not Christmas. We did our own Christmas dinner Christmas Eve because I knew on Christmas Day I was not going to get the food I wanted. And so <laughs> even though I sh- I possibly could have said, this is my year off, yay. Yeah. I yeah. was like, nope, we're nope. cooking this dinner because I knew that that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I- I'm like, I, can't, I just can't do it. And then there yeah. was one year where we traveled on Christmas and we ended up at like Applebee's at like midnight on Christmas day, because we spent the day traveling. And I was like, that will never happen again. Not that we won't travel, but then maybe I'm again, going back to this flexibility. Maybe we're having that meal the day before we leave. So like consider, you know, look at your schedule. If it has to be moved around, consider what Mm -hmm. elements are important to you. What are the most important elements of maintaining this particular family tradition? Even if it's modified this year, what does it look like to do it in a different way? Yeah, I love that. So, so the menu that is the traditional is a baked ham, what we call Aunt Patty spaghetti, which is spaghetti with cheddar cheese, tomato soup, mushroom soup, and mushrooms. Yeah, it's so Yum. good. Huh. Yeah, these are 1950s recipes. Okay. Oh, so the spinach casserole, you know, the one with the sour cream and the onion? Oh, yes. The I'm coming soup. to your house. <laughs> like literally so out of... Good housekeeping, 1950s, 1956 or something. Okay, so that's what we call, that's our family of origin meal and Mm -hmm. it absolutely has to be on the table. And then my meal, I I started to do a Hanukkah basically meal. You know, it was in a supermarket flyer and it sounded really good. So I decided to make it. So that's brisket, Uh roasted potatoes, carrots that are, braised in the brisket sauce. Mm. What else is red cab? Did I say red cabbage? Red cabbage, mm-hmm. a delicious brisket gravy. We also have always have to have crescent rolls and that's pretty much it. That's oh. the Hanukkah meal and then the mm. Christmas meal, but it all comes together on Christmas and uh, yeah, we love it. Delightful. All musts. We do have another must tradition. Kimberly, I think you oh, know about this. Yes. One of my favorites. It's called Braless Game Day, and it comes out of moms being like completely exhausted the day after Christmas. And it started with me going over to my sister's with, you know, a nursing baby at the time. And we just wanted to, the, the husbands took the other kids and we just wanted to hang out and play Scrabble and just chill. And at that, I, I think I probably brought over some leftovers because Christmas has been at my house for 35 years, one year exception. And we decided never to do that again. So now, so, so as more moms, you know, as, as each one of us started having children, it became something at my house for leftovers. The men went off, the kids, they took the kids. It was just the moms 
and the food. And then our older daughters started to get incorporated. My, my son-in-law is the one that came up with braless game day. Cause one of the rules was you had to come in your pajamas and you weren't supposed to get like cleaned up and just come on over. Messy bun, getting it done. Yeah, exactly. I love it. <laughs> exactly. So it is one of our most favorite traditions now. So it's now it's all the, all the women in our family, all the girls are, you know, 21 and above. Mm-hmm. And then there's the moms and we play games, we play charades, we play slate, we play, well, that slate is new to my family. Taboo. The, oh, I love it. the thing with the phone, you know, the guess mm, the word. Heads up. It, yeah. Yeah. Heads up. <laughs> and we have potato chips and dip that kind of starts out. Or actually if one sister's around, we get flakels. She's the one that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. with right now in Florida. Just, it's just a food fest. It's a chill fest. It's a come as you are fest. And it's like, please just give me a day off after all that I have prepared Mm -hmm. for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, really fun. And my rule on that day is come bring what you want. We'll have the leftovers, but I'm not preparing them. Everybody else can pull it out of the fridge. Everybody else can help warm it up. I'm like, I'm in my living room. (laughs) Yeah. So we love Braille's game day. We do believe it should be a national holiday. I concur with this. Yeah. And you know what? At first I thought it was a last name that you were saying, Brawless. I thought nope. it was Brawless like, without like, a bra. I, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I I love this. Can we do this? I'm gonna t- tell Alex to be like, listen, the yeah. Brawless game day is happening. He'd be, he would probably say the same thing. Is that a last name? No. Yeah. Anyway, very funny. Yeah. All right. Well, one last point that I'm going to leave us with is this idea of capturing and reflecting on memories. I know Mm -hmm. that nowadays everybody captures everything, but we still Mm -hmm. need to be intentional about like, you know, holding on to those memories and holding on to that day Mm -hmm. through capturing them, whether it's through photos or videos or journals, scrapbooks, whatever, you know, and then revisit those memories. Like it's, it's, it's lovely to talk about all of the things that keep us together as a family, not keep us together, but like tie us together as a family. But I've also know, I've read that research shows that when you rehearse memories, it just solidifies your connection to one another. It solidifies your family culture. It solidifies who you are together. And then it it ensures that you'll remember those things because there's so many Mm. things as we get older that we forget, but we remember the things that we've talked about and we've rehearsed and we've revisited. And so what does that look like for you guys? Well, so, I would say my family is really terrible at that. Um, it, <laughs> I just, I was Full like, disclosure. yeah, that's a great idea. I should do that. <laughs> um, but my, my husband is really good at capturing. He's like our family photographer and, and does, you know, he, any good picture that has ever been taken of my family or my kids, he probably took it. Mm-hmm. And so he's really good at that. His mother is also really good at that. So they're capturing it. It's the revisiting that we don't often do. That's why I love how Google photo and Facebook memories, they like serve up these things. So if we revisit anything, it's because of, you know, this technology that has blessed me with, with photographic memories coming back up. So that's us. I mean, okay. So one of the things that we're doing this year, please, God, we'll get it together, is we're putting together a recipe book. It's almost done. It's in CVS photo, you know, yeah, a recipe book of all of our recipes, the ones that I mentioned to you mm-hmm. guys, but also mm-hmm. a lot of other ones 
the many cookies that I make, I am known for putting together probably 10 different varieties of cookies a year. A lot of them are bars. They're not all difficult, you know, and, and some snippets of, of memories are going in that book and there are pictures as well. So, wow. but we have not done a good job of the smaller. We're getting better at like shared albums and things like that, you know? Yeah. I, so, but yeah, that, that's, that's a biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always would share the games that my dads would do on Instagram and then I would add them to my highlights. And so now that he's not with us anymore, I have like all of these highlights of all the games we've played from year to year to year. And I didn't necessarily do that on purpose, but now that I have that, it's such a joy to be able to kind of, I'll figure out someday how to put them all together. But, you know, especially with our kids, I'm trying to figure out how to get my kids photographs, like how to, in a, in a succinct way, kind of capture all the memories that they're now taking pictures of and what's important to them and what they're capturing and put it all together. And so hopefully I'll be able to do that because I do think that's important. I, I think it's sad that everything's digital and so we don't have anything to pass down. And so I'm hoping that over the next few years, I will have the time to really put them, put everything into yearbooks because I think it's important that we go, Oh, I remember that Christmas or, Oh, I remember that Thanksgiving or look what we remember when we used to do that. Maybe we should bring that back. And so I think this memory, memory capturing and creating is really important. I love that. And I know there are ways of making it simpler. Like there's even Shutterfly has a few programs where they will put together a month of your top pictures and give you a little book. Mm. You guys have seen that and it's Mm -hmm. not really expensive. So I think some things that are a little bit automatic, I want to do a better job of that too, Kimberly. I certainly have a million pictures that have been printed out that need to go somewhere. And then I mm-hmm. also have a ton of pictures that are digital. I will, a little word of caution on the digital thing. I did lose stuff on my phone. I can't even remember what happened. I think it, I think it fell into the toilet and yeah. it was like a two years of photos that are gone. Oh, no. So if you do not back up your photos onto something else, a word of caution, you'll be sorry because <laughs> mm-hmm. things can happen. And yeah. I, and you know, they were not backed up onto my computer. So doing something with them, back them up. Um, we've also yeah. done something with iMemories where they've put a lot of our old stuff onto mm-hmm. a drive. So, mm-hmm. but I think it's really important. Where's that stuff going? Who's mm-hmm. going to be the caretaker of it? You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I love it. All right, ladies. Well, thank you for talking with me today about creating and remembering and carrying on meaningful holiday traditions. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If so, I'd like to ask a favor. Can you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? Besides sharing this podcast with your friends, leaving a review is one of the most effective ways that you can support us and help get the word out about the incredible resources we have to offer. I'm passionate about helping families thrive and your reviews help families find us. And remember, family culture isn't about perfect, it's about purpose.